Welcome back to another episode of Locked On NFL Draft. And today is time to talk Thursday Night Football. Chicago Bears, Washington Commanders. Can Justin Fields replicate what we saw Sunday versus the Denver Broncos? We're going to talk about that coming up next the Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson. Always on the ones and twos you can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network. And guys, thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Shout out to y'all being our everydays. But I got to kick it over to my guy, Mr. LSU, the champ himself, Keith Sanchez. You can find and follow him on Twitter at the talent code. Can you talk to him, baby? What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, Senior Draft Analyst with the Draft Network, man. In 2019 National Champ with those LSU Tigers, man, here to bring you that championship-level content, man. Myself, DP, we are your dynamic duo to go-to for everything NFL draft and surrounding the NFL draft. So that means college football. That means NFL football, man, and everything in between. Because like we like to say over here, what everything starts with the NFL draft, and it's proving itself out. DP, man, we have a really good slate. We're heading into week five, so we're talking Thursday night football man we have the chicago bears who are winless and we have the washington commanders who are two and two and seeking a playoff vert but dp we started this thing at the top right we were trying to talk about will justin fields be able to make another step right will he be able to replicate and be able to have that production that he wants to have or that he had sunday against the Denver Broncos? but before we get into that dp why don't you hit him with our title sponsor Today's episode of Locked On NFL Draft is brought to you by Prize Picks. It's the, easy, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the promo code in all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Keith, the biggest storyline for me when I was thinking about this segment for, for Thursday Night Football tonight, it just like we talked about in the cold opening, which you just alluded to. Justin Fields has come off the probably the best game. I think it is the best game of his career, Keith, of yeah. his short career, right? You know, being in the league with this is what year three for him. Yeah. Three, um, yeah. coming off his best game, 28 of 35, 335 passing yards, almost 10 yards per uh per attempt, right? 10 yards per on his average, like 9.6, close to 10, 10 yards, four touchdowns. He had the, the game ending interception, right? Which I'll talk about that in a second. But what I love, Keith, is that he only ran the ball four times. So when I tell you the production he had was like a lot of it was from the pocket. What I saw from him watching that game in the tape was a guy that played with confidence. He was confident, Keith, anticipating throws and, and throwing windows, uh, being patient. And what I, even though he was sacked four times, he trusted for the most part his protection. And, and don't get me wrong, like he hasn't done that much because he hasn't had a reason to because the offensive line has not protected him. But he, he trusted them. We're talking about guys being covered down the field, taking and the defense is trying to take away the vertical routes, and him just sitting in the pocket, maybe some slight movement, waiting for the running back who's on like a chip release type of route or delayed release because he's scanning, making sure nobody's free running. Then he drops off, and then, boom, just dump it to you. Get it to your dump off. 
Get it to somebody out in space and let them make a play for you. You don't always have to be Superman, Black Panther, any other Marvel character. You don't have to be a superhero all the time. Just allow your guys to make plays for you. And I saw that, Keith, where they was dumping into the flats, right? You you finally cut, you go through your reads. You see that one guy by himself in the flat. Boom. Get it to him. If it's only four yards, guess what? Sec- it's second and six, baby. Take what they give you, right? And that's, and that's something that he kind of struggled with throughout his career. I just saw, like, the most confident version of him. That was the most confident, confident I've seen Justin Fields since his time at Ohio State. So now it's like, okay, people, you don't know the narrative. Well, the Denver Broncos stink. The defense is bad. They were winless too, DP. Okay, I hear you. So that's why it's a storyline for me, Keith, because if he goes into this game against Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Chase Young, who's playing inspired football because he's healthy and he's starting the ball again. Montez Sweat, right? KJ, you know, you know KJ Henry, all these different de- – this, this loaded defensive front for the Washington Commanders. If he can go out there and play well, right? I'm not saying he got to have four passing touchdowns, 400 – but if he plays well, right, that this is a storyline to watch continue because if he can build that consistency and prove that, hey, guys, it's not really me. It is the coaches. I think it will help his chances. Yeah, uh, so one, I, I, I agree with you that stacking, um, I guess, good performances together is going to matter, right? It's, it's going to be huge. But I, I look at it from the perspective of, you know, when you're analyzing the quarterback, right? Because we, we, we get so caught up as, you know, whether it's, it's, it's analysts, whether it's fans, whether it's, you know, not really fans of a specific team, but just, you know, a, a, a wide shot or a blanket statement of a player right when it's it's so much more nuanced and so what i'm saying is is that i don't think it's any like that's that's not coincidence that justin Fields said you know what i'm gonna just go do me right for for lack of a better phrase and he had his best game of his nfl career throwing the football right and and because and the reason i said is because that's why i always talk about quarterbacks from the neck up right like what is your approach and and and, and it's not x's and o's and is he driving the bang gate on the right time and when he hits his fifth um you know the 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 fifth step in his drop does he have a hitch in his elbow none of that are you calm are you cool are you collective are you confident do you feel like you can get the job done or are you nervous back there are you you know are you seeing the field well those are the things that matters right and i think justin Fields just decided it's one of those things like you know what if i'm gonna go out I'm going to go out swinging, right? I'm going to just call my way. And whether if I'm with the Chicago Bears next year or not, I'm going to do it on my terms, right? And I think right. we've seen a relaxed Justin Fields. And I hope that that's the case because the one thing that you wouldn't want to see with Justin Fields is the same thing we see with like a Zach Wilson and some of these other quarterbacks, right? There's a paralysis by analysis type situation where they like the ball in their hands. And I had I had a quarterback explain this to me. And, 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 it, and you can see it, right? The ball almost looked like it weighs 50 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to pull the trigger and let it go, right? Like they 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 don't want to throw it. They're, they're double clutching and the ball seems so heavy because they think that even if I try to fit it in a tight window, it's not going to make it there in time. You know, and, and that's and that's the, the kind of heavy ball kind of synopsis that, you know, when I was talking to a couple of quarterbacks and came across there. So I'm agree with you, DP. I want to see him play well. This would be just a good opportunity just to kind of stack a couple of weeks together. And you know what? At the end of the day, and this this sounds ex- I'm going, what I'm going to say is selfish. But it is what it is, is that Justin Fields needs to be selfish and say, I'm going to look out for me in this point because the, the the from the top, right, from the owner to the general manager to the head coach to the offensive coordinator to the quarterback coach, nobody looked out for you, 
right? Nobody looked at your skill set and said, you know what? Let's work on grooming him this way. So you have to look out for yourself. Then that's kind of where I'm at with, with kind of Justin Fields because he is a great talent, great person. Like, if, and if you're wondering why he's so kind of caught up in everything, and that's because he truly cares. He cares about his teammates. He cares about winning. He cares about being a good human. He cares about doing the right thing. Now I just hope that it gets applied to the right situation. No, hundred percent, Keith, hundred percent. But talk, talk to me, man. What, what, what's your, what's your big storyline for Thursday yeah. night football? Okay, look, we have the Washington Commanders sitting at two and two, DP. Mm-hmm. That's not bad, and we have this combination of Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell. And so I, I have, um, you know, the 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 Commanders. They're two and they're two and two, right? And then you look at their schedule, and I have their schedule pulled up. Obviously, Chicago, right? Which you're expecting them to win this game. If you're the Commanders, you should win this game. But I'm I'm looking at the rest of this schedule, DP, and you have. Chicago, Atlanta, New York. That's three very winnable games. And you're sitting there, you're almost halfway through the season and you're sitting at five and two. So I'm just looking at it from the perspective of the storyline is this, that this combination of Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell, can he get and move itself forward to where this Washington fan base is starting to get excited to where NFL fans are now paying attention, right? And, and, and look at it from this perspective, DP, like, and, and let's just play scenarios out, right? If if this Sunday, and I'm not wishing one team lose or nothing, this is strictly scenarios, right? I, I'm, I, I like NFL. It's not strictly about a team. But let's say the Cowboys, realistically, right, they, they go to San Fran and they lose that game, right? Then now you're sitting there with Eagles potentially at, 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 at the number one spot in the NFC East. And then you have the Cowboys and the Commanders tied, right? And who would have thought that, that they're both sitting there at five and two? So that's what I'm looking at, DP, from that perspective of is could, could the Commanders actually kind of catapult themselves forward with the win tonight? Because you post the win. And, and looking at their losses, and not to keep going, just hurry up, looking at their losses, DP, and this is kind of the split, right, of where you find yourself is that the two games they won, they beat Arizona, they beat Denver. The two games they lost, they lost to Buffalo. They lost to Philly, right? So they're, <laughs> they're right in the middle of this. So this is, you have to win this type of game. Now, now Keith, you're right. This is a momentum, for them, a momentum game, right? Get on the the, the, the positive side of the, uh, the win-loss record, right? Go from 500 to a winning record again. But they put like, and they could have beaten Philly. They, that that was a very close game. What, that was overtime. A good game. It was, it was that a was good a very game. good game, right? So game. you see the things that you want to see, and, and like you said, just at the end of the day, like putting yourself in that position for the playoffs and to to continue to build that confidence as they go forward. And this is a game they should win, and, and they and they win that game. They win this game tonight. It could do a lot for them, Keith. But uh, I know we got matchups coming up next, right? Yeah, yeah. So listen, 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 listen. You know, y'all know how we do, man. Step one, step one is talking about the biggest storylines, right? Step two with today's show is talking about the impact matchups. You know what we like to do? We like to go down the roster, go through the depth chart, and let you know what matchups are going to determine this game. So coming up next, man, y'all stay tuned because we're going to talk about those matchups to be looking out for. Today's episode of Locked On NFL Draft has been brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Prize Picks is simple to play, guys. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app 
in North America. I just told you. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at Thursday Night Football, guys. I'm taking Sam Howell for over 243 and a half passing yards. But then this Sunday, I'm taking Jared Goff for over 245 and a half passing yards against the Carolina Panthers, guys. So listen, all you have to do is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Impact matchups, Keith. And when you look at this game, right? I, I It's like right now, everything is in the trenches. Like almost every game we talk about is in the trenches. And the big thing is like, okay, Chicago you, against the Denver Broncos, you only allowed four sacks, right? And you know, for Justin Fields, this is a different defensive line for the for the Washington Commanders. Like I just listed the names in the first segment, right? They go about five, six, seven deep. So I'm looking at Darnell Wright against mm-hmm. Montez Sweat or Chase Young. That's exactly you're the rookie. You the you the top ten pick. You're the guy that they said no to Jalen Carter. Let's trade back a spot and let's take you. You yeah. got to hold up your end of the bargain now. Yeah, and, and stop me if I if I have this wrong. I believe didn't the Commanders they didn't pick up Chase Young's fifth year option. They did not. So this is a motivated Chase Young. This is not just a Chase Young. This is a, yeah, this is a motivated 6'5", 260 that, that, that's playing football tonight. No, 100%. Like he, and, and you see that with how he's playing this year, man. So it's like when you, you look at that, Keith, I'm like, oh, man. Like whoever, whether it's – whether it is him lined up against uh, Darnell Wright or I think what is it, Larry Borum and – Whoever they're lined, whoever he's lined up against, he's going to give them everything he has. Because, like you said, this is a motivated Chase Young. He's got three sacks this year, eleven hurries, two QB hits. Right? You like? He, you know what I'm saying? Like he is out here creating pressure. His his pass rush win percentage right now, um, you know, per PFF is 18. 18. He's winning 18 percent of his pass rush reps. So. Yeah, like that's one of the matchups I'm looking at is that, but also the interior D-line. Can y'all keep De'Ron Payne out of the face of Justin Fields? You know, can you do that? Because that's going to a lot. You talk about him being confident and, and, and feeling comfortable in the pocket. If you can't do that, it's going to be a long day for the Chicago Bears. Long night, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, DP, I'm, I'm going to go to the other side. of the, Well, no, I'm going to stay the same, same situation, but I'm going to look at Emmanuel Forbes. And we know rookie Emmanuel Forbes, he went against A.J. Brown. Um, he, he had his rookie moment, right? A.J. Brown mm-hmm. you know, gave him that work, as we like to say, right? Gave, gave him some work. Uh, but understandable, right? Rookie going against a, a, a potential all-pro type of wide receiver. So my conversation would be, DP, Emmanuel Forbes, because if ju- he, and, and to kind of profile Emmanuel Forbes and who he was in college. This is a player that broke the all-time NCAA record for pick sixes. Mm-hmm. We've been playing NCAA football for a very long time, right? And he broke the record for pick sixes. So he's a ball hawk type of football player. You've seen it in training camp. You've seen it in preseason. And my thing is this, that if Justin Fields, how we just talked about the heavy ball thing, if he's late or if he's, you know, want, or if he's scared to push the ball down the field, or if he's eyeing stuff down, right? 
then Emmanuel Forbes is going to show up. He's going to show up because he's that type of gambling risk taking type of corner, right? Reason why he got beat on a double move against AJ Brown, right? Yeah. But if that's a short route, right? If they winds up just being a hitch or a curl, Emmanuel Forbes is going to jump that thing and he's going the other way with it. And he has that playmaker mentality. He, he, he reminded me an awful lot of, and I talked about this already, Marcus Peters, right? Because they took yep. the same type of risk. You got the same type of ebbs and flows from get play to play week to week game to game season to season right you get the same type of flow so i'm expecting manuel forbes to make a couple plays especially if justin fields is a little bit hesitant so that's one guy that i'm looking up for on the commander's defense yeah i was thinking about the exact same matchup keith because i, I would expect we one thing and i think we talked about it like you know on the phone or through text even though he even though he struggled against aj brown which this kid's six one one seventy. AJ Brown is like 230, man. Like it, you expect him to get out muscled and and to to deal with some issues, right? But one thing we kept saying is like, man, he's still a dog. Like he he didn't stop, he didn't quit. You know what I mean? He didn't hang his head, all that. He still has that mentality. So I expect him to want to rebound. So, like you said, feels better be decisive and on point because if you do target him on some of those quick hitches and different things like that, and you're late, he will click and close. And he he has the ball skills like a receiver, the hands like a receiver to take the ball away. But Keith, another matchup I'm looking at, man, is I'm I'm looking at this secondary for the Chicago Bears, right? Yeah, you got Jaquan Brisker, uh, you know, um, well, uh, yeah. Terrell Smith, uh, Tariq Ste- Tyreek Stevenson, one of our guys from the Senior yeah. Bowl, everything and, like that. And, you know, really good young man, uh, talented player, right? Against well, this quick. receiver core. Yeah, and real, real quick, Samuel. I just want to uh, – I know because yeah. I know where you're about to go. I just wanted to talk about this part too when we're talking about yeah. it, that Jalen Johnson, I think he's listed as out. Jaquan Brisker, questionable, and Eddie Jackson is out. Yeah, so, Eddie Jackson's out. Yeah. This so, secondary doesn't look too good right now, Keith. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw a stat that said that they, like, it, like maybe it's the, since they traded Roquan Smith last year. That they – again, that's why I said I'm not, I'm not in on Ryan Poles, like making bad decisions. This defense has allowed, I think they said, I think that the tweet said over 30 points per game since that trade. That's insane. It's going to be, it, it, and it very well could be more of that tonight because with Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, and scary Terry McLaurin, how do you defend these guys? And then you don't have a true pass rush. Like you don't have a guy that you can say, go get him, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got, we went and got Yannick Ngakwe, but he hasn't been what you wanted him to be. Like, you know what I mean? You, 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 it, this defensively, this could be one that, listen, I don't know. Man, whoever's listening, you got Sam Howell, you know, for, for, for fancy stardom. All right. Stardom. <laughs> start, start him, man. Like, yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be a big game for him in this passing offense. Yeah, I agree, DP. I, I was, I was right there along with you. And you actually, that, that was the exact next position, I was, position group I was going to, which was the Washington commanders receivers versus this bear secondary the other one is I, I want to see emerge dp this matchup of the commander's run game because it, it has it has been very stagnant and has been part it part of the issue with them losing games against those other talented teams right is that the offensive line you know just running the football and establishing the run like brian robinson right like it's it's, it's time for you to show up right they spent high level draft capital and, and not 
calling him out and we know what he's been through, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's just as far as having, having a good game, right? It's time to crack that 100-yard mark. And if there's any game for you to crack it, it would be against the Chicago Bears. You just talked about how they passed up on Jalen Carter, right? And then now you look at the rest of the interior defensive line. You're talking about Justin Jones, uh, what? Andrew Billings, you're talking about Zach Pickens and Gervon Dexter, the two rookies. Um, so they, they should be able to get some movement in the run game and, and it should be able to establish itself and work yourself off of that. So that's something I'm definitely looking for is this commander's run game. No, and 100%, Keith, and, and you talk about it, you know, same, you know, just to add on, like Cole Komet, like I talked about that interception by that game in the interception by Justin Fields. That's Cole Komet's fault. Cole Komet's running an inbreaker. Justin Fields is anticipating the throw. Cole Komet leans back like Fat Joe. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, where are you going, Cole? Like, he instead of keeping – you're 6'6", six, six, I think it was 6'6", six, six, 250. You a big body dude. Man, if you don't become a power forward and post up this small DB, like, post him up, cut across his face, call for the ball in the paint, and let your point guard give it to you. Instead – you like, nah, my controller broke. I fell backwards. And I'm just like, what? It, but again, this goes back to what we talked about on Monday. Give me Brock Bowers. Give me a better tight end. Like, I, I, just, I, don't, I don't rock with Cole Komet like that because I haven't seen consistency from him. And in a, a got-to-have-it moment, we saw what happened. He didn't have it. He didn't want it. Like, I didn't know what was going on, Keith. But that's the situation. I want to see, can he rebound from that? Because you essentially lost the game for your team. So can you rebound against this defense that has talented safeties and Cam Curl, Derek Forrest, like their, their linebackers are solid, you know, Jameen Davis and stuff like that. Like, can you get back on track, Cole Komet? So I'm be, you on you on the spotlight tonight, brother. I'm watching you. <laughs> DP talking about on track, man. Track one for us is what biggest storylines. Track two, what is impact matchups? And we just went through that. So track three, track three, we're finishing up, man, with game picks, man. Who is going to win tonight's game and why? It's the NFL season, guys, and it's time to snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, brand new customers. I'm talking brand new. Sign up today. Sign up right now type of new customers can get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a bet of five dollars so if you bet just five bucks you will get as a brand new customer if you bet five bucks you will get two hundred dollars back in bonus bets guaranteed that's two hundred dollars in bonus bets doesn't matter if you win or you lose if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel this is the time there's no better time and place to get in on the action so what are you still thinking about Go do it. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, money lines, player props, over-unders, and so much more. Guys, go visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in your way? You know, when you're trying to figure things out, you're trying to make plans, you're trying to take an, a big leap in, but your brain is kind of clogging your decision making right like you know what you should do you know what's good for you but you just can't do it right therapy can help you figure out what's holding you back so you can work on yourself instead of against yourself right you want to be the best version of you guys not just for yourself right you want that's that comes first but if you have children right a spouse siblings parents 
grandparents, family, friends. You want to be the best version of you for you, and then you can be the best version of yourself for everyone else. Okay, if you're starting, a th if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you need to do, guys, is fill out a brief questionnaire, and they'll get you matched up. All right, make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash/locked-on today to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com/slash/locked-on. Time to pick these games, Keith. We'll pick this game: Chicago Bears versus the. Washington Commanders. Bears got some injuries. They're not really a good team. I can't go upset. You know, I you know I like to I like to jump out on the limb from time to time. You know, I test them waters. Yeah, no, I ain't drowning tonight, baby. I'm going. Um, I'm going Washington Commanders. I think the Commanders will be able to get the run game going. I think Sam Howell in this passing game is going to be very difficult for an uh, injured secondary. With a lot, of, it seems like they got two rookies at starting that corner too. With uh, Terrell Smith, I think the young man out of Minnesota, and then Tyreek Stevenson, our guy from, from Miami. When you got young guys in the secondary against this talented passing game and talented receiver core that can go four or five deep. I, yeah, give me the commanders, man. <laughs> Going with the commanders. Huh? Uh, DP, you talked about jumping off a limb. I'm not doing it either. <laughs> I'm not doing I, thought you, I thought you were about to swerve me just now. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. The, the more I, I dove into the Chicago Bears team, the more you realize it's it's it's, it's not that good, right? And, and, and that's just simply put it. And, and when it was constructed, right, like even defensively, because you felt like over the past couple of years they spent resources defensively. But then when you look at it, and it's like, where are the defensive resources, right? And then you, you look at things like, Oh, Roquan Smith is not here. And then it's like, okay, well, who did we get to replace him? Right. And, and you bring in what well, you bring in a Chase Claypool. And that like if, if the Steelers, uh, and this, this is where I'm kind of at, right? And, and it's very rarely that I give organizations like full credit for like, you know what, y'all just do y'all thing. But mm -hmm. the Steelers have proven we can draft wide receivers, right? Yeah. We can draft wide receivers. And if the Steelers can't get you the way you need to be, I'm good. I am good. They can still have drafted and developed. You're talking about Antonio Brown in the fifth, sixth round. You're talking mm -hmm. about what they, they had Emmanuel Sanders at one point. You're talking about Mike Wallace. You're talking about Martavius, Martavius Bryant, right? It, 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 it's just a long list right, of receivers that came out of nowhere that the Steelers have drafted. So if the Steelers can't develop you, then I'm, I'm kind of out. But they made that trade, which is proven to not be a very smart decision. So I'm going Washington Commanders, mm -hmm. DP. Um, I, I want to see them and what I want to see from the commanders. I want to see them win this game by seven plus points. I, I want this to be an emphatic win. And yeah. I hope that it's a good game. I, I'll get on the, the, <laughs> these bad primetime games, right? Like we just keep having bad primetime matchups. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that it, it's a, it's a good win for the commanders. Cause I think that will be exciting and fun for the NFL. No, hundred percent. I, I think you know, like you said, you, you want this to be an emphatic win for them. A, a game where this is a game you're supposed to win. This game that you need to handle the business, right? And you know, with a, with an offensive line that's still, still not good. You know, what I mean, it's still not a good offensive line play calling. I listen, Keith. I'm looking at Ryan Poles. I'm like, okay, let's see how serious you are about your job, brother. Because you go zero and five, you go zero and five in the you know to start this season. You need to be giving that call to hey um yeah Luke Getzey uh, Matt Eberflus y'all come, come come to my office you know what I mean bring your keys 
bring your fobs, bring your passcodes, bring everything because you're not coming back. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is your last day. You can't go 0 5, then potentially go 0 6, 0 7. Like, you got to write the ship somehow, some way. And you lose tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go ahead and cut bait, man. Like, there's no way in the world that you run this, you continue to run this for five more weeks and be like, oh, we're 0 and 10. Now we can fire the coach. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's it's a lot on the line tonight, Keith. BP, that's a good talking point. We should talk about that one day, maybe one day next. We won't talk about it tomorrow because I really want to do the, the, the NFL uh preview for the you know for the entire Sunday and, and Monday slate. But we should talk about that. When is a good time to mm-hmm. fire the head coach, right? When is it time to move on to fire the head coach, general manager, all of that like stuff? That. So we definitely hey y'all stay tuned. Our every day is y'all stay tuned because we may have that conversation Monday or Tuesday. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned, stay tapped in with us, man. But that Wraps it up for another show of Locked On NFL Draft. Like I just said, man, shout out to our everydayers. Thank you for tapping in with us every single day, man. You know where to find me at, right? You find me at on Twitter slash X at the talent code. You find DP, right? At DP underscore NFL. And like we always say, man, y'all talk to us because we talk about talk back. We truly love this football thing. We love we love talking about it every single day, 24-7. Like I said, so make sure y'all talk to us because we talk back. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Get the latest episode as soon as it is available. As we always say, thank you all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out to you all for being our everyday. As Aki said, go follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell notification so you're notified anytime we drop fire content on this channel. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow, guys, because on tomorrow we're going to preview the whole slate, the rest of the slate for week five of the NFL for this season. We're going to talk about all those games, the biggest storylines, impact matchups and we're going to pick the game so come and join the conversation again tomorrow on locked on podcast network your team every day